to my perspective at least, our service each year when we have this Ebenezer Sunday, it has two purposes. The one is actually past-focused, looking back. There is a second purpose to this, and that's to look forward. This is the podcast of Tressler Mennonite Church. Each week, we replay the sermon from our Sunday morning service so that anyone who might have missed the sermon can catch it later. Sometimes people are traveling and sometimes people are busy caring for children during our service time. And this is for all of you, but with a special thanks to those of you who have been caring for our children. This was our Ebenezer Sunday and the date was January 21st, 2024. As you'll listen, you'll hear that during part of our service, we played a song during a time of reflection. That song is not included in this podcast. So, so far this morning here on Ebenezer Sunday at Tressler, we've We've reviewed the reason that we use that name. We've reviewed the story about how Samuel set up that rock to remind the people that God has been with them. We had a little bit of a time of reflection on 2023. You saw many things that had happened and you've heard a little bit of sharing. There's been some good things and some bad things and probably all of us have experienced some of both, although some of us maybe have had seemingly more of one than the other. But God has been faithful regardless of what has come. And that's, that's why we have this Sunday. And I really, like, I really like this Sunday as a part of what Tressler does. And I, I, during my sharing time here, I want to remind us or reaffirm to us that this is a good thing to do. This is part of what we see in Scripture. There's a broader example of this or a broader pattern of this throughout Scripture than just this one event. And I want to look at two of them. But I also want to try to add maybe one little piece to our service this morning that shows up in some of the other stories that doesn't show up in 1 Samuel quite as much. So I'm going to review two stories to establish that pattern and remind us. They're stories you probably know, but we'll review them. The first, well, the first is when the, you can read about it in Exodus 11 or 12, but I'll try to summarize it quickly. The people of Israel were slaves in Egypt, and God was getting ready to lead them out of Egypt into the land that he had promised them, but Pharaoh didn't want them to go, and so God sent a judgment upon the Egyptians, but this judgment passed over the people of Israel. And so you can read that whole story, but the part that I want to to draw out is that, that after that event, after God's judgment had passed over the people of Israel and had fallen upon the people of Egypt, God wanted the people to remember this. And so Moses, Moses said, he gave instructions in Exodus 12. He said, remember, these instructions are a permanent law that you and your descendants must observe forever. When you enter the land the Lord has promised to give you, you will continue to observe this ceremony. And then your children will ask, what does this ceremony mean? And you will reply, it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord, for he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt, and though he struck the Egyptians, he spared our families. So the number of years passed. There is a little bit of a detour, we'll say, in their journey. The people of Israel were finally ready to enter the promised land, but they were on the wrong side of the Jordan River. So to enter the land, they needed to cross that river. It's not a big river. Normally, 
but sometimes it floods, or at least it did then. I think it's much more managed now, but I'm not sure on that. But at times it did flood, and this was one of those times. And so it was not going to be possible to get across it in a, in a normal sense, but God said it's time to go. When you start to cross the water, it will stop flowing and the people will cross on dry land. And that's what happened. And so in Joshua 4, you can go back and you can read all the whole story, but in Joshua 4, we get this, this little piece here. When all the people had crossed the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Now choose twelve men, one from each tribe, and tell them, Take twelve stones from the very place where the priests are standing in the middle of the Jordan. The priests stood there carrying the Ark of the Covenant while everybody else went by on dry land. Carry the stones out and pile them up at the place where you will camp tonight. So Joshua called together the twelve men he had chosen, one from each of the tribes of Israel. He told them, go into the middle of the Jordan in front of the ark of the Lord your God. Each of you must pick up one stone and carry it out on your shoulder, twelve stones in all, one for each of the twelve tribes of Israel. We will use these stones to build a memorial. In the future, your children will ask you, what do these stones mean? Then you can tell them, they remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the ark of the Lord's covenant went across. These stones will stand as a memorial among the people of Israel forever. So we're here this morning because of the story about the Ebenezer stone in, in 1 Samuel. We use that story and the name of that stone to sort of be the foundation of this service, a time when we pause and remember God's faithfulness in our lives. And so you might wonder why I'm adding these two additional stories. Part of it is to just establish that there is a pattern in scripture. It is a good thing to stop and to remember and to use ceremonies or or physical things to be part of that reminder. So do that at home, in your personal lives, wherever. But the other reason is that there's two things that show up in these stories that, that don't show up so much in the first Samuel story. In both of these stories, there's the line, your children will ask. So maybe that's at Passover and the kids say, why do we do this? Or they're walking along and they see these 12 piled up stones and they say, what do these stones mean? So why do we want children to ask? Well, it's important for us to tell the stories of what God has done in our lives, the stories of God's faithfulness. And unfortunately, the reality is that life often gets busy. Time goes by, and soon, if we're not careful, years and years pass, and we have never told the people around us, never told our children the stories of God's faithfulness. And so God wanted some things to cause people to stop and to have to tell, to stop, to reflect, and to be obligated to tell the story. Not, not because they don't want to, but because sometimes we just forget and when we're asked. So our, we do this service here at Trussler in part for this. People will hear the stories of what, ha what has happened in the past years. So, but again, you ask the question, well, why, why is it important to tell the stories? Why do the children need to hear them? And that's, of course, because the future will have its own problems. So I, to my perspective at least, our service each year when we have this Ebenezer Sunday, it has two purposes. The one is actually past-focused. Looking back, we stop and reflect. We give God praise and honor and worship for all of the ways that he has cared for us. What the great blessings that he has given us, the great uh, comfort and peace through times of difficulty, reconciliations that have happened or or even painful times that are still not reconciled. He walks with us 
We remember that. We look back. We praise him for being there and caring for us. And that's kind of the bulk of our service so far, that what we've done. But there is a second purpose to this, and that's to look forward. We didn't just finish a year, of course. We started another And there's another one coming after that. And so the hope is that as we reflect on his faithfulness in the past, we can be reminded that he will be faithful in the future, and that can give us confidence and peace as we look forward. So those children who would be walking through Israel in the time shortly after Joshua, they would see this pile of rocks. They'd say, what's that for? Well, the parents didn't want to tell this story just because of something that God used to do back in the day. Hey, kids, God used to do this back when he was powerful. No, the point is God did this for us. So you young people, you will face questions and challenges. You can be confident that he is capable because of what he has done in the past. So the first part of our service has been backwards focused. So I'm hoping that from here to the end, we're going to be looking forward God is still going to be walking with us. What does that mean? So every year during this service, we remember a lot of the same kinds of things. Graduations, marriages when they happen, baptisms, births when that's part of what's happening in our congregational life. So these are very joyful things. Parties, celebrations. These happen every year. But we also, of course, remember the painful things that happen. We'll have pictures of people who have died from within our congregation, who have been injured or sick. And of course, sometimes things happen that are very painful that we never put a picture up, but they're nonetheless very, very real. Relationships that suffer, divorces, those kinds of things, or or of course, business failures, economic disasters. We almost never will put a picture up, but they're very real and they do happen. And they're going to happen this year. They're going to happen next year. And so if there is an Ebenezer service, which I hope, but of course only the Lord knows the future and what he plans, but if there is an Ebenezer service this year, we will have things to show, good and bad, and there will be times of joy and times of pain in this year of 2024. And so there are things that are probably on our minds, if we're honest, things that have been sitting there, things maybe you're worried about. You wonder what's going to happen, or maybe things that you are really hoping will happen, a reconciliation or, or a promotion at work, or I don't know what is in your life, things that are good that you are wanting to happen, something that you're looking forward to. So there's, there's these kinds of things. And so when you got your bulletins this morning, hopefully you got from Wanda an envelope and a piece of paper. I have an example here. So if, if you don't have one, if somebody will... We'll bring them around, but maybe you all have an envelope and a piece of paper. The reason you have that is because I, I, I want to try to use this as a way of looking to the future and putting things in God's hands. So anybody, I invite you to participate. I cannot oblige anybody to participate, of course, but take your piece of paper and your writing utensil, and then... We're going to take some time here, and I want you to write down the things that are on your heart that are that you anticipate worry, fear, hope for 2024 or beyond. It's okay to go beyond that. So graduations, good things like that, or you're worried about a job situation and you wonder what's going to happen, or you're worried about a son or a daughter, or whatever these things that just are on your mind, we all have them. 
write them down, and then seal them in the envelope. Nobody has to see them, but seal them in that envelope, and then I will give you some more instructions. I have asked the men in the back to play a song from one of our Bible schools several years ago, a song that, that has the theme of remembering what God has done so that we can be confident of his faithfulness in the future. So take some time, write down what's, what's on your heart, good, bad, these things that, that, are, that are on your mind as you look to the future. Well, give us, I think it's two minutes long or something like that, a chance to, to write, to reflect, and then we'll resume here in a moment. The actual song we played during our service is not included in this podcast to avoid any copyright issues, but if you are listening, I I still do encourage you to take some time to reflect. So my encouragement, again, is to Take whatever you have written down, whatever sort of is on your heart, is something that you're looking forward to, maybe worried about, put it in your envelope and seal it. And then you can do whatever, whatever you want with that. My two suggestions from, from thinking about it and trying to envision this is, depending on your personality, you can take that home and you can sort of, you can destroy it in some way, burn it in your fireplace, a way of trying to say, these are the things that have been on my mind, God and I give them over to you completely. Or if your personality is different and you're organized, you can take it home, file it, put it away, and pull it out in a year or two and look back and say, what was on my heart? What was I looking forward to? What was I worried about? And I'm sure that you will see how God has walked with you through these times that God has taken care of you. So whatever whatever works best for you in that situation is what I would encourage there. I want to just continue just a little bit more before we close this out. I want to look at a little bit more of Joshua chapter 4, a couple more verses, because there's, there's just a little bit more of this that I think is worth talking about. As we think of what God has done, we reflect on the way he has walked with us, and Josh, at the end of Joshua chapter 4, now if you read Joshua 4, at least when I read Joshua 4, the end of it appears a bit repetitive. He's saying kind of the same things again, but he says one thing more that I've put in bold that I want to draw out. Then Joshua said to the Israelites, in the future your children will ask, what do these stones mean? Then you can tell them, this is where the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the river right before your eyes, and he kept it dry until we were all across, just as he did at the Red Sea when he dried it up until we had crossed over. He did this so all the nations of the earth might know that the Lord's hand is powerful, and so you might fear the Lord your God forever. So there's one more reason we look back, and that is so we can be a witness to the world and a reminder to each other. So God did not protect the people of Israel just so they could be comfortable and happy and prosperous. He also wanted them to be a signpost that was pointing all people to the God who loves us and takes care of us. So I don't know how God blessed you in 2023, but tell that story because God did not do that just for you. That's that's my conviction at least. He also did it so that the world would be pointed toward Jesus. 
So I don't know, maybe God walked with you through a time of immense pain in 2023. Tell that to the people around you, especially those who don't know God. They might begin to seek him, to want to have the same peace and confidence that you have had through your time of pain. Tell the story of God walking, walking with you. Or perhaps God blessed you with, with some kind of great success or a great victory in your life or a reconciliation in a relationship. Make sure you tell that story as well because there will be people facing their own challenges and they need to be reminded that we know and worship a God who can and does rescue people. So our stories are not our own. We sometimes act as if these are our own stories, but they're not. Ultimately, they're all God's stories, and we have an opportunity to tell his story to the people that we meet. to the Tressler Mennonite Sermon from January 21st, 2024. Take care.